Hello everyone. Welcome back. It has been a while. Um, I'm not going to make excuses because this podcast has never been fully consistent. So, um, I had a birthday 15 days ago, so I was occupied. (laughs) Um, honestly, I record these when I get inspiration. Um, Apparently, I didn't have enough inspiration to record and share because I have done some recordings, but didn't feel right, so I didn't share. With that being said, the title of this podcast, which is usually not determined until the end, um, I already know it, so it's going to make this one a little interesting. So the title of this podcast is I Am Not Your Teacher, if you... You obviously know that. The recording doesn't know that yet because I haven't saved it yet. (laughs) I am not your teacher. So what do I mean by that? Well, one thing, I mean, it's interesting how life works, the universe works, how everything kind of flows together. I've never been a fan of school, but yet when I host certain workshops, some of the things that I feel a necessity to do um, remind me of things that are done in school. And so it's like kind of like this resistance where I'm like, uh, this isn't school. Like, this isn't going to be boring. You're not going to hate it because that's how I felt about school. Sorry, I got allergies. <clears throat> Actually, I'm not sorry I have allergies, but I have an allergic thing going on. And it's causing my nose to dribble. So there's going to be some sniffles. Just warning you. Anyways. So. I don't like school. We said that, right? But so how am I not your teacher? Because I don't want to teach anybody anything. Like to me, teaching you means like. I tell you something. And then you say, oh, this is truth. This is fact. This is what Jason said. And then you just go on about your life. I don't think anything should be taught that way. Um, Although that's kind of what teaching is, right? You ask a teacher what a math problem is, and they tell you the answer. And then you're just like, okay, cool, that's the answer. But you still have to get to the answer yourself, correct? Correct. So they're not teaching you what the answers are. They're teaching you how to solve problems. Other teachers actually are doing the same thing, but for some reason we don't realize that. So I'm going to give you an example, a simple example. Your parents are teachers, right? They teach you about life. Uh, they teach you through their actions. They teach you through their worries and concerns. They teach you through everything, right? So when you were a kid, you know, I, I think this is just a common story that most people will understand, but if not, you'll still get it. Most parents tell their kids, don't touch the stove, it's hot, right? And what do most kids do? We touch the stove. Not because you're rebellious, yes. So the reason why we still touch the stove, at least what I think, right? Jason's not teaching. I'm just I'm just preaching. <laughs> the reason why we still touch the stove is because we don't know what that even means. Oh, it's hot. Okay, what's hot? I don't, I don't know what a hot is. I need to feel hot. 
So then I'd be like, oh, I don't like that hot. Right? So it's not that kids don't listen to you. So when parents are telling kids their concerns, their warnings, their kids are probably going to do those things. And if they don't, then then they'll always have this like unsure bias towards something just because of what mom and dad said. So if at any time I say something and you just believe it to be truth, please don't. Even this. Um, go out and touch that stove is basically what I'm saying. And there's another point to this. If you didn't tell them to touch the stove... Maybe they would never understand why they're getting burned. So we're not teachers. We're just sharing knowledge, sharing experiences. Hey, when I had this experience, this is what happened to me. It might happen to you. Maybe some kid one day will find out that they're incapable of being burned. But if they would have never listened to their parents, they would have never known that. Hmm. Right? So, use use that example. Or not. Right? I feel like everyone that listens to these podcasts gets something out of them. Whether it's, uh, and I've said this before, whether you just laugh at something I said or I say something that you were thinking or whatever. There's always going to be something that you can learn from this, but not because I'm a teacher, just because I'm <clears throat> I'm just here to share. I think that's all we are. I think that's why social media is blowing up so much, especially TikTok. It's I think it's the reason why I enjoy it a lot. Um you can it's it's like YouTube, right? Where YouTube you can just watch video after video after video. But it's smaller, but it's not vines. Ah, vine. If you remember those little ancient things, they're not even that old, but they don't exist. Um, you know, so it's small little, I think, what, TikTok, you can get up to like six minutes, three minutes or six minutes or something like that, right? So you can get little, little minute to three minute tidbits of information and then do what you want with that information. I do a lot of research. Um, I pause TikTok a lot and I'm like, hold on, let me go look this up for myself, right? Because I'm not just going to take anybody's word for what it is, period. I don't care who you are. I don't care what authority you've been given. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how many meditation retreats you've gone to or how much ayahuasca you drank. I'm still going to experience it for myself. And I feel like that's just the way life is always going to be. There's never going to be someone that's so informed and just has life figured out step by step. And we're all just going to listen to them because that's not what we're here for. How am I ever going to know what I don't like if I don't experience it? How do I know I don't like dark chocolate if I don't experience it? Right. It's bitter. Right. I actually don't. I, I do like dark chocolate. I don't love it. Um. But it doesn't matter either way. I don't care if my dark chocolate crowd doesn't follow me because I'm not a super fan. <laughs> Maybe this should be high thoughts. I'm not really high, but it sounds like it. Anyways, so 
how do you know you don't like racism when you experience racism? Which is a whole other side tangent that I can go into because I think the word racism needs to be changed because racism to me doesn't exist. And actually to you, it shouldn't either, but you can learn this for yourself. Um, We are all part of a human race. And within that human race, there are different ethnicities, um, whether that be Asian or African. Um, We're from different countries, but we're still all part of the same race, the human race, homo sapiens. So you can't have racism within the same race unless you just hate yourself. Which, from a spiritual sense, that's exactly what they're doing. They're hating a part of themselves. Just came up with that. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that. But anyways, back to teaching. So, you learn what you don't like from experiencing things. And you also understand that some people like things that you don't. I use this example sometimes. I don't like Will Ferrell. I don't hate him. Um, I don't like him in solo movies. I think he's better when there's someone funnier in the movie, which is anytime there's a comedian in the movie with him. Um, Don't hate him. Just don't like him. But that's my preference, right? And if I never saw a Will Ferrell movie, I wouldn't know if I did or didn't like his comedy. So you have to experience it. You don't. Maybe some people actually like to get burned, right? Like, how do people know they like kinky things? How do you know that? If you've never been spanked before, you'll never know if you like it or not. That's probably why I don't like spankings, because I got them when I was a kid. Um, Don't want that nostalgia. So, (laughs) all right, let's not get too deep. All right, uh, so that's how we learn. We learn, but the more that what I'm what I'm understanding, and that's why I'm here right now, is the more experiences that I share, the more opportunities it is for everyone to learn, um, including myself, because I learn something from every time I'm sharing something. Things that I'm recalling, they're coming back for a reason. When you start remembering things from your childhood, it's the same thing. It's almost like you're. Your higher self is is telling you, reminding you of a story from your past that maybe now you can make a decision on if you like or didn't like, right? Depending on what it is. If you had an experience at school, how you felt about school, right? So you start to remember the reasons why you did not like school. Why didn't I like school? I didn't like school because I was getting bullied in school for the first, I don't know, up until like seventh, seventh, eighth grade. I was getting bullied. Then I got to high school and it was like kids were just like, oh, we're not going to mess with you anymore. And it wasn't because I got bigger. I don't know what the heck happened. I think they just gave up. (laughs) It's like this kid's too resilient. So I hated school for that reason. I hated school because my teachers were mean to me because I had a behavioral problem because I couldn't sit still and be obedient like other kids because I had energy and I didn't want to suppress it. I didn't like school because I didn't like feeling inadequate. 
My learning style isn't the same as what school requires. I'm not good at memorizing things. Best, the best tests that I had were the pop quizzes. If we sat in class all day and a teacher talked about a topic and I was actually able to pay attention because they were at least a little entertaining and not just reading out of a book in a monotone fashion, um, I retain that information. Maybe I have short-term memory, but it's not that I have short-term memory. I have selective memory. I only, I only retain the things that I need when I need them, and then I dump them. So if you teach me something and a week later you ask me about it, if I haven't needed it for the last week, I probably don't know it. So I was good at pop quizzes, but if I had to memorize something, if I had to memorize definitions, but that's why sometimes right before a quiz, I would go through the chapters, read the bullet points, um, you know, the highlighted words were like the, the words that you had to look up, you know, definitions for throughout the chapters depending on what subject. So I do that and I'd look at those words and I'd read those. And that's how I got through school. Cause I could just quickly digest a lot of things and retain most of it. So I hated school. I hated school. It's, um, I, I had fun in school though. Like that's the thing though. Like I, I, I made friends in school. I have, I had amazing experiences in school. It wasn't all bad. It was rough, but it wasn't all bad. But for the most part, it was. When you're getting bullied like on a daily basis, um, school's not fun. So, anyways, enough about my sob story. Maybe you learned something. Maybe somebody needed to hear that, right? That's how we learn, though. So then we recall things. So as I'm recalling all of this, right, what am I learning from it? I learned how I didn't like to be treated, right? That's what, when you're bullied and abused, verbally, mentally, physically, whatever it is, you learn what you do and don't like. I don't like being spoke to a certain way. I don't like being treated a certain way. I don't like being forced into situations. And so now... For the most part, still not, still not, still not quite where I'd like to be at when it comes to speaking up for myself, but I'm getting there, but that's because I've learned what I don't like, right? I don't like when people talk to me that way. So when someone does, I can say, no, hold on. I don't like that. I don't like the way you're approaching me. You're being aggressive. So I usually don't say that. I'm, I'm usually a passive aggressive person. But anyways, we all got our things. But that's what I like to do. I like to be a smart ass. I like to I like to give people sideways compliments. Most most people get it though. I'm like, damn, Jason. It's kind of savage. Anyways, so what can you learn from this? I learned that, and this is why, and I think I said this in another podcast. This is why every single person's experience is special. It's important. It's meaningful. Everyone has a story to tell, and everyone's story is beautiful because we can all learn from them. So, that's to me, that's why the people that are brave enough to share those tough stories, 
You know which ones I'm talking about. Those ones that used to be on Oprah. When people are sharing those stories, they're they're sharing something very tragic that happened to them in order to warn you so that maybe you can stop it from becoming tragic, right? Like if someone was in an abusive relationship, right? You hear about those stories all the time. And maybe while listening to one of these people tell their stories, you start to connect dots with how maybe you are in an abusive relationship. It just hasn't escalated yet. And now you are seeing the signs, right? And it doesn't mean you're just going to be like, all right, done, I'm out, depending on where you're at. But if someone tells you their story and then what's going on with you starts to match that story, now you can say, hey, the oven is hot, right? Not going to touch that. That's how we learn. That's why we, that's, why do you think, why do you think we're actually supposed to learn history? But the problem is, what if the history we're learning isn't actually the truth? And that's why we continually repeat history. History repeats itself because we don't learn from it. But we learn history. So why is it still repeating itself? Maybe just a suggestion, just a thought that kind of popped in my head in this moment wasn't planned out. But maybe we're not being taught the truth about history. I mean, history is really just. Well, like they say, his story, but it's the story of the person who survived or won that shares the history. Right. Who's telling, I mean, the in war, the losers really can't tell the story because most of the time, most of the time, the losers are dead. So who's the one that's telling the story that everyone's listening to and believing? The winners every single time. Can you imagine if Hitler would have won the story he would have told? He would have been a hero in his story. And people would have believed him. Because the losers wouldn't have been able to say, "Uh uh-uh, you were a bad guy. But he lost. Our story. But that doesn't mean we told the truth either. I'm not saying we're worse than Hitler. Just different. Well, we can't be worse than Hitler, but you know what I mean. Anyways, so, yeah, I'm not your teacher. You know, so personal experience this the the other reason why you know like i said i don't like school so why would i ever want to be someone's teacher if it if that's something i don't like so to me this is this whole thing is just a way of twisting not even twisting helping me accept what i do understanding that like people come to me for advice people come to me for insight people you know and that can be a lot of pressure because I don't have all the answers. I've been meditating for 15, 15 or so years. I lost track. And I still don't have all the answers with meditation because I haven't had all the meditation experiences yet. 
And I also don't know how you operate. So, so I can give you advice based on what worked for me. But just like school, school worked for some people. Didn't work for me. So there'd be two different there'd be two different types of people that need advice. And that's just generalizing it, right? There's plenty of different learning styles and there's different ways of getting through school. I still found one, but my one might not work for you. So I'm not your teacher. I'm more like a guide. <laughs> I don't want to be a teacher, right? I Honestly, it's like I don't want that pressure on me. I don't want the pressure of um, ever having to know the answers to everything, um, which none of us do. I also see a lot of spiritual people out there, especially when I'm on TikTok. There's tons of people, and some are new, some are older, some are old but new, some are new but old, if that makes sense. And... I think the scary thing is, is that some people just listen and they're like, yes, like if, if you find someone that, that tells a story that's relatable, right? You're like, yeah, that's what's going on, but you still need to experience it, right? I think that's the difference between faith and belief. Having faith in something is just blindly following it but believing in something means that you've had an experience that kind of solidifies that faith um just my opinion i'm not going to go into the definitions of these i didn't do any research on it all right my allergies are bugging me i need to blow my nose it's been 20 plus minutes so we're good i'm not your teacher guys but just listen right still got to read the warning signs right sometimes you can uh, last thing sometimes you can learn through watching other people go through something that's i think that's why a reality tv show can actually be helpful too if we used it better besides just entertainment um when you see right like if you see someone i mean if you saw someone burn their hand on a stove and you saw the welts afterwards you'd probably stay away from it so you can learn from observing, which is what I've heard spiritual people say, right? We're just observers. We're just here to observe. But maybe if we're all just observing, then it means no one's doing anything. So what we're supposed to be doing is sharing our experience. And how do we share our experience? Any way that we like to. Through music, through art, through podcasts. Through dance, yoga, through expressions of woodwork or software, programs, computers. Just find your way. Find your way to share your story. Because guess what? Your story, it's important. Someone can learn from you, from your life. Every single one of you. If anything, our unique experiences in life are what make us special. The fact that nobody has lived that identical life as you.
makes you special. Unless there's a parallel universe out there. But guess what? That parallel universe isn't part of ours. So you're still special in this one. You're still the only one here with that experience. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the support. I'm still looking for people to be interviewed because, like I just said, all of your stories are special. So maybe this will spark one of you to have the inspiration to be interviewed. Now, mind you, I do have. I I don't have a ton of listeners, but I'm up to like a consistent 20 or so. So just know that you're going to have a a pretty decent audience when you come on the show, right? Like whole 20 people are probably going to listen to you. And some and some of my episodes have almost 100 total people that have listened to. So just know. But maybe that's the small impact that you need to start with. But I know somebody I know somebody's out somebody listening has thought about either doing a podcast or even I've offered before to interview and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe this, this is your message. This is your higher self being channeled through Jason telling you, hey, try it. You're probably going to like it. Maybe it'll inspire you to do something else. Maybe it'll help you find your purpose. Maybe it'll get you out of your comfort zone. Maybe, maybe I should shut up. Maybe I don't care. Oh man, sometimes I when I record these, I feel like I'm I'm uh how do I explain this? Because I'm always home alone when this happens. I always feel like I'm not always. Sometimes I feel like when I record these that I'm just alone in this world, recording this, just hoping one day some isolated person somewhere else will find this recording and listen to it and just know they're not the only person. So the fact that people listen to it means that those are the people that are on my island. So with that being said, I love all of you, even the ones that don't listen. I appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Peace. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.